Hello, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Today is June 5th. This is Born on This Day. I'm Amanda Barker. And I'm Bill Antonio. And today, friends, it is World Environment Day. It's celebrated on June 5th every year. It's the United Nations principal vehicle for encouraging awareness and action for the protection of our environment. Oh, we finally came up with one that's actually important and useful. Not, <laughs> not to insult World Milk Day, but, you know, this Back one just off. seems more significant to me. Yeah, every, uh, every year actually has a theme. So this year that we're rec- recording in is actually biodiversity. So that's really interesting. Yeah. Well, it was probably too late to make it World Pandemic Day. So, (laughs) People born on this day have an inborn sense of unconventionality. I hope I said that right. You did. So these people, yeah, they're not big believers, Bill, in conventional wisdom. They don't color within the lines. They don't play within the rules. They don't stay within their boxes. Mm. Yeah. It just sounds like a bunch of people who refuse to respect lineups. Well, let's find out uh, if that, uh, I think I think our first person definitely fits that, Bill. Yes, definitely a complicated fellow. He started out as part of Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch and became an international sex symbol for his highly influential Calvin Klein ads before moving into acting and becoming a bona fide movie star in Boogie Nights and Ted. Mark Wahlberg was Oscar nominated for his performance in The Departed and was born in Dorchester, Massachusetts on this day in 1971. Now, being um, from Massachusetts myself, Dorchester was the area that our parents would call the combat zone. <laughs> that doesn't surprise the com- me at all. <laughs> the combat zone. But what's funny about the combat zone, if you go to it now, it's actually extremely expensive and and beautiful and gentrified like all of New England is. Like, and like all of American cities, yeah. <laughs> um, anything you want me to say with an accent, Bill? Uh, his name. <laughs> Mackie Mac. <laughs> Mackie Mac. Neat... Mac Wahlberg. Yeah, Mac Wahlberg. Have you ever eaten at Wahlburgers? I have. I uh, yeah. A couple times um, at the airport, especially, because that's uh, one of the easier places to hit when you're flying out of the city, as oh, cool. I yeah. want to do. Um, I had a date yeah. there once. Yeah. Oh, and? Uh, well, it was the date was great, but I don't know that I was impressed by the choice of venue. But uh, I, I think we were like in a in a pinch for a place because he was hungry. Um, Marky Mark's Calvin Klein ads, along with uh, Antonio Sabato Jr.'s Calvin Klein ads, are the reason why um, everyone wore a Calvin Klein underwear in gay porn throughout all, most of the nineties right. and two thousands. Yeah, yeah, that's right, which explains a lot. <laughs> the hilarious comedian who headlines his own show, The Kroll Show, and now voices characters on the Netflix hit show Big Mouth. Nick Kroll was born in New York City on this day in 1978. He has studied and performed still regularly at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, which is, of course, in New York City originally, uh, and also in their sister location in Los Angeles. Yep. And he's he's going to be the king of show business eventually i i think we uh oh, should yeah? watch watch that space yeah he's in charge of a lot of stuff and he's good at it so i think he's mm. going to become another seinfeld oh interesting maybe you loved him in office space or you hated him as burger on sex in the city maybe you're a band of brothers fan either way there's plenty to love about ron livingston who was born on this day in cedar rapids iowa in 1967 his first film role do you know it no in Dolly Parton's Straight Talk. <laughs> oh, wow. I have seen that movie, of course, because I never miss a Dolly film. No, hmm. no. That's, uh, I don't remember him in that. That's No, neither do I. Burger was kind of the season that I 
there was one season I couldn't rent. <laughs> it was it was the burger season, which was what season? I don't know. It was I like think the that's season five because it's the shorter season. It's when she cuts her hair. It was the writer's strike. Is that what? Why it was I believe shorter? so. Yeah, oh, I think so. Uh, and yeah. also because two of them were pregnant. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, very. Funny. I loved Burger until Burger went sour. I loved him. And Who his... did you want at the end? Did you want Mr. her Big. to be? You? Oh, yeah. you did. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. He was the only one that loved Carrie for who she was. Everyone else always tried to change her. Interesting. Yeah. The problem yeah. with Mr. Big was he could never change himself. That is the problem. Well, yeah. he and he's. Which is why a lot of people, you end up with the Aiden in your life. You really do. Anyway. Yeah. But Aiden always wanted to change her. Mr. Big is the only person she could ever fully be herself with and have like a good laugh with. They had a similar, like a, a buddy vibe. I can see he's typing and I know he's going to yell at us. Right. I, I, I'm reading next. I can feel it. I can feel okay. it. Okay. Okay. All right. This isn't, the se- isn't it the Sex in the City? Well, if it was the Sex in the City podcast, I'd, I'd have tanked it already. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, we're moving on to... The hilarious Jeff Garland wowed us on Curb Your Enthusiasm before eliciting laughs on the hit show The Goldbergs. He was born in Chicago on this day in 1962. Garland released a book, My Footprint, Carrying the Weight of the World, a Mm. memoir which documents his journey to lessen both his physical and carbon footprint. Oh, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Here's an actress some film fans may know. I uh, have always liked her, but she's not super famous. Susan Lynch first came to prominence with her roles in John Sayles' The Secret of Rowan Inish and Waking Ned Divine. More recently, she was in the films Ready Player One and Downton Abbey. She was born in Cornshigo, Northern Ireland, on this day in 1971. Kathleen Kennedy had a great start. Her first credit as producer was on a little film called E.T., because after Steven Spielberg hired her as a secretary, he found she wasn't as good at that job as she was at delivering production ideas. Since then, (laughs) she has become one of the most powerful people in Hollywood, and with the recent Star Wars films, can't stop churning out the hits. She was born on this day in Berkeley, California in 1953. She received the Irving G. Thalberg Award from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences in 2018. Yep. It's a pretty funny story. I love that. It's a real testament to uh, to Steven Spielberg to say you're this isn't the job for you. And the Thalberg is like the highest honor a producer can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kenneth Bruce Gorlick. You might not know that name, but you probably know this name. Kenny G. He's an American jazz saxophonist jazz i guess he's jazz his 1986 album duo tones brought him commercial success he is one of the best selling artists of all time with global sales totaling more than 75 million records oh wow crazy wow Chad Allen starred on Webster and Our House as a kid, then later gained prominence on the long-running series Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman. These days, focusing his efforts more on theater, he was born on today's date in Cerritos, California in 1974. Nobody's ever focusing their efforts more on theater. It's just that's (laughs) what they book. That's never. (laughs) I was being (laughs) diplomatic about the fact that his career isn't going so great, Amanda. Actually, he's uh, he's his career's taken a turn. In 2015, he announced in a video his retirement completely from acting. He, he's actually planning, if you can believe it, probably while he does his theater career, planning to become a clinical psychologist. Oh, good luck with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the steadiest salary he's had in a long time, that's for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Daniel Von Bargen brought his steely demeanor to a number of roles as a character actor. I remember him best for Basic Instinct, but he was also in Shaft, Super Troopers, and The Postman. 
He was born on this day in Cincinnati in 1950 and died in 2015 at the age of 64. Hmm. Susie Orman was actually born on this day in 1951. And oh. for those who don't know her, she is a financial advisor, author, and podcast host, among other things. In 1987, she founded the Susie Orman Financial Group, and her work as a financial advisor gained notability with, of course, the Susie Orman Show. She's written 10 books, that's crazy, about personal finance, and she's co-produced and hosted nine PBS specials. And of oh. course, she's on about a billion different TV shows. She's like the go-to for financial advice. Hmm. Um. I uh, Have you read any of, of her books? I have not, no. One of her big things, I read one once at one point in my 20s. One of her big things is giving money respect so you don't crumple it. You really treat it with reverence. But that's like if you have paper money, which none of us do anymore. <laughs> yeah, She's old. It's a lot easier <laughs> to give it respect now, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Mary Kay Bregman was the talented voice artist who was best known for the characters she performed on the hit show South Park. She was born on this day in Los Angeles in 1961 and tragically took her own life in 1999 at the age of 38. Oh, that's so sad. I didn't it realize sad, that. Yeah. Oof, yeah. that's awful. I remember when it happened, it was big news because that was when the movie came out. So like that's when South Park was at its hottest, you know. I wonder, I mean, anyway, it's just very, very sad and a good reminder that if you're feeling like you need to end it all, to definitely reach out. Troy Sivan gained popularity on YouTube before launching a very successful recording career that includes his album Wild. He has also ventured into acting with roles in X-Men, Wolverine, and Boy Erased. And he was born on this day in Johannesburg, South Africa in 1995. And this is becoming a theme in this podcast. Uh, I don't know if you and I have talked about it, but Marco and I certainly have. Savan has a form of Marfan syndrome, which is a syndrome that my dear friend Allison had. And uh, once I learned more about it, I've become very interested in it. And he is one of, and many actors do have it. And he is one oh, of the actors that do. Yeah. What's the syndrome? Marfan syndrome. Oh, Marfan um, syndrome. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so Adam Driver, yeah. Adam yeah. Driver, uh, they think had it. Abraham Lincoln, they think had it. I mean, Adam Driver does have it, but. Yeah. It's usually characterized by the long, lanky uh, physique. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And a bad heart usually, right? Yeah, connective yeah. tissue issues mm -hmm. um, yeah. and, yeah, long limbs, mm -hmm. uh, usually quite thin as well, generally speaking. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you can live a long and healthy life with it. Stefania Sandrelli broke out with her roles in the Pietro Germi classics Divorce Italian Style and Seduced and Abandoned. Most recently, she appeared in Gabriele Muccino's There's No Place Like Home and Michela Andreozzi's Brave Ragazze. Glamorous at any age, she was born in Viareggio, Italy, on this day in 1946. As a girl, Sandrelli studied ballet and learned to play the accordion. Mm, she's very beautiful. She's still very beautiful, actually. Mm -hmm. Lisa Cholodenko first caught critical attention with her 1998 drama High Art, then went on to make the films Laurel Canyon and the Oscar-nominated The Kids Are All Right. Most recently, she directed the Netflix series Unbelievable and was born on this day in Los Angeles in 1964. I am dying to see that series. Have you have you watched it? Excellent. Yeah, Ex I'm absolutely. dying to see it. I was it. riveted, yeah. I yeah. keep wanting to put it on and keep thinking, oh, I'm not quite in the mood for it. And then we move on to other things, which is why I haven't watched it yet. But it is on yeah. the list. No, you got to watch it. 
but it's actually like a fascinating de- detective story. So don't worry mm-hmm. about it. It's actually well, really and worth watching. Yeah. I'm pretty obsessed with Tony Collette, so I will follow her to anything oh, that yeah. she ever films. They're both excellent oh, I... on it, her and Merritt Weaver. I own his shoes, and uh, they're not always the most comfortable, but damn, they're stylish. Salvatore Ferragamo was born today in 1898. He is, of course, the Italian shoe designer and founder of luxury goods high-end retailer, Salvatore Ferragamo SPA. He's one of the most innovative shoe designers, I would agree with that, of the 20th century, and he rose to fame in the 1930s. In addition I don't to think experiment- I've ever seen your Ferragamos. What? Honey. No, yeah. We haven't talked about my shoes, but I you have wear designer shoes. shoes very, very well, though. So I look forward to seeing Thank them. Thank you. On you because, I have yeah, Ferragamos. It's a, it's a, yeah, I have. Uh, what else do I have? I have Manolos. Yeah, I have... and Marco has a credit card bill. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's all mine. Um, in addition to experimenting with unusual materials, including kangaroo, crocodile, and fish skin. Ferragamo drew on historic inspiration for his shoes. Uh, They're very, the only thing about Ferragamos are they are for a narrow foot. And when you have wide, uh, someone told me I have German feet once. I don't know if that's true, but I, when you have a wider, um, the ball of my foot is, is quite wide. I think it's from years of dance. Anyway, I don't know. They can, they can be pinchy. I have one pair that are very comfortable. I have another pair that are not so comfortable, but damn, they're cute. All designer shoes are made for a narrow foot, and I don't think of you as having that wide a foot compared to what is actually a wide foot, but anyway. And also, Marco, she never talked about Ferragamos on Sex in the City, so zip it, all right? If yeah. we were talking Louboutins, or actually Manolo Blahniks, or Jimmy Choo's, different story. Anyway. I mean, I can tell you about my Manolos, but I won't. But I won't. <laughs> Karen Silas is a talented actor who was part of the independent film movement of the 90s, particularly for her role in the underground hit What Happened Was. Also starring in Female Perversions and Ned Rifle, she was born in Brooklyn on this day in 1963. She's also appeared on the hit HBO series The Sopranos. She was Debbie. Yeah, she's a very talented actor. Not Never as celebrated as she should have been. She's very talented. But we celebrate her today. Sense and Sensibility won an Oscar in 1995, but the Jane Austen film that topped the critics list that same year was Persuasion, directed by Roger Michelle, who went on to direct the hits Notting Hill, Changing Lanes, and most recently Daphne du Maurier's My Cousin Rachel. He was born in South Africa on this day in 1956. He also directed Hyde Park on Hudson, starring Bill Murray as United States President Franklin Delano Roosevelt. I wasn't going to mention that one because that's a terrible movie. Well, I'm mentioning it because I am related to Franklin Delano Roosevelt. <laughs> okay. Because, you right. know. Show off. <laughs> I'm related to all of all of the old whites. <laughs> They're Have you all seen that film? my cousin. No, I haven't. Mm, no, it's a bad, bad movie. I believe it. One of the filmmakers of the French New Wave, Jacques Demy, had an international hit when his romantic musical The Umbrellas of Cherbourg won the Palme d'Or, earned him four Oscar nominations in the same year, and made Catherine Deneuve an eternal film star. Demy made a number of films after that, but never eclipsed his biggest hit, despite the success of The Young Girls of Rochefort and Donkey Skin. He was born on this day in Pontchâteau, France, in 1931, and died in 1990 of AIDS at the age of 59. Oh, I didn't realize he died of AIDS. That he did, sucks. yeah. We lost him oh. very young. That's my sister's favorite movie, The Umbrellas of Sherbrooke. It's so good, yeah. And then I've his, never seen it, but it's her favorite movie. His wife made the film Jaco de Nantes, which he was supposed to direct. It was sort of his autobiography, but he died, so she made it instead. 
Yeah. Oh, His wife being Agnes awesome. Varda. I should point that out. She does have a name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Sad, sad, sad. Very sad. Colm Wilkinson was the unforgettable singer and actor who ruled the stage in Jesus Christ Superstar and Les Miserables, which resulted in him also having a small part in that musical's movie adaptation. He moved to Toronto in the late 80s and performed the role of the Phantom of the Opera on our stages for a number of years and was born in Dublin on this day in 1944. Note from our producer, Marco. He saw him in Les Mis, thought he was brilliant, and he also represented Ireland in the Eurovision Song Contest in 1978 with Born to Sing, earning fifth place in the European competition for his efforts. <laughs> I love Eurovision so much. I didn't know about it until well into my adulthood, and I can't yeah. get enough of it. Tony Richardson was part of the British invasion of the 60s, winning a Best Director Oscar for Tom Jones in 1963 that was followed by a very successful career. His last film, Blue Sky, was released three years after his death from AIDS in 1991 at the age of 63. He was born on this day in Yorkshire, England in 1928 and was the father of the late actress Natasha Richardson. That is crazy that we have two people that died of AIDS. I know. Uh, know. Relatively young, too, both of them. Yeah. Uh, that's, well, it was the uh, era. I, I suppose. And, you know, it's a reminder. We're, I don't know. I, I'll only speak for myself here. But it's easy to get complacent with AIDS because it's become obviously more of a chronic condition that one can live a, a very fruitful life with. And we yep. forget what a death sentence it was back in the yeah. day. At least in our part of the world, it's become that. Yeah. Sure. Good yeah. point. And lastly, we're also ending on a tragic note. Spalding Gray was a multi-talented writer and actor who was known for his performances in films like Beaches and The Killing Fields, but was celebrated for his monologue performances, one of which was captured on film by Jonathan Demme in Swimming to Cambodia. He was born in Providence, Rhode Island on this day in 1941 and took his own life in 2004 at the age of 62. He did? Oh, no. He went That's missing a for a long time. It was all over the it was all over oh, the news, and no. then his uh, his body washed up on shore, unfortunately. Right. Steven Soderbergh yeah. made that film, right, about his life called "And Everything Is Going Fine." That's right. Uh, and I've never seen 2000... it. Yeah. No, me neither. Yeah. But uh, wow, June fifth, babies, come on! Yeah. Um, some tragic ends, but also some beautiful bright lights born on this day. That's right. So happy birthday to all of our June fifth celebrants, if We're that still is alive. you. Yeah who are still alive and living your gorgeous, wonderful lives. Uh, Thanks so much for tuning in to Born on This Day. 